Hello, and welcome to the Sermon Audio Podcast for Edgewood Church in Danville, Illinois. This week at Edgewood. All right, Pastor Matt here, and uh, just thought I'd record a quick devotional for you. This is me right there, Pastor Matt. Uh, so, uh, welcome. So sorry that we're not together. I do want to say that I, I hope, I hope, I hope that this was silly. I hope that uh, we look back on this and go, that was silly. Um, uh, the alternative could be horrible, and so I'm, I'm hoping that this was a silly thing that we did uh, by not having church today in our small group, but I would rather be safe than sorry about what we did. So, quick devotional for you. Uh, we were talking about at church last week, the spiritual disciplines. And so, one of the things that we uh, are dealing with with the spiritual disciplines is prayer. And so, I've got a passage of scripture for you here. This is Luke chapter 11. Uh, starting off with verse 1, it says, Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and this in a certain place, this is actually a common thing for Christ to do. He would. Uh, there, there's so many examples in the, the Gospels of him sneaking off to pray and just uh, off in a lonely place or off by himself, and there's just different times where he would do that. And this is a particular case where he was praying, and when he had finished, um, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples lord teach us to pray and so um we've got this where them as disciples followers students are asking their master lord teach us to pray his response then is interesting and so if you go lord i want to i want to know how to pray this is the response that jesus gave when his students asked him how do we pray he says to them when you pray say and now this does not mean quote Right, so Jesus is not saying, "quote this." Um, no, that's not what that means. Uh, he's giving an example of how they ought to pray. It starts off with this number one. Here we have where he says, "Father," which is important because he's praying to God the Father. Father, hallowed, right? Hallowed. This means holy. It's the same word that is translated as holy. Sometimes it's translated as sanctify. Uh, we've been talking about that word at church lately. It means set apart. And so set apart your name. Um, let that be the case. Um, I think in my life, in reality, in the world, this is what we're hoping for. And this sets the stage that we want God's name to be lifted up. So Father, holy, set apart be your name. And so we start with praise. And I think that's the first key uh, to praying. Now, this is not a formula, like a math formula, though I love math formulas. This is not a formula for the perfect prayer, but it's it's a structure, I think, that we can follow. So we start off with praise, uh, recognizing who God is. Um, we have this idea of praise here, but notice the second thing that um, we have here is this number two, your kingdom come. Okay, this also sets, and I'm just checking my notes here, this also sets a uh, basic idea that this, not just praising, but a an idea of what, uh, like, me, let's call it a direction, okay? 
So your kingdom, I'm praying for your kingdom. I know that other passages include uh, some other things here, um, uh, like the Matthew passage where it has the same prayer. Uh, Jesus includes your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so it's a direction or a, a process where, uh, hey, we start off with praise, but then we have this direction that we're going to pray in. Uh, it sets off, when we're thinking about God's kingdom, it's not about our kingdom, it's about God's kingdom. Which means the next thing that we say here, verse 3, give us each day our daily bread, uh, as he prays for provision, I think that this is to be understood with the last one. So the provision is not just uh, what I want, it's about what what do I need to help bring your kingdom, okay? So when you're praying, this is not just about what do I want. I want a new car. I want. To, I used to have my um, a Bible teacher I had when I was young, uh, a brand new red Corvette. I mean, that would be awesome. But but to to pray for some of these things that we pray for, uh, how are they bringing the kingdom? I think that with uh, sporting events, I, I have people all the time uh, saying. Um, uh, you know, let my team win. I just want to make this basket. Well, how is that actually bringing about the kingdom? I mean, if you want to pray for those things, I, I'm not. I'm not going to critique you for it. But I'm telling you, I think there might be something off when we're just praying for just what we want. I'll say more about that in just a minute. Uh, number four here: uh, forgive us our sins. And so, what we have here is then dealing with uh, the reality of our sin lives. And so, I'm going to put call this sin issues. Okay, so sin issues. He prays for forgiveness. So in the sin issues, uh, there's forgiveness of our sins. Okay, so this is about restoring that relationship with God. It's not that we need to be re-forgiven. If you're saved, you're, you're in a sense you're forgiven, but there's a, a restoration. There's nothing wrong with saying, Lord, for, Lord, forgive me for what I did. Forgive me for what I did yesterday, or forgive me what I did earlier today. Lord, I, I, I know that I'm depending on your forgiveness in, in all things, and I know that you're going to give it to me. Um, but I need to ask for it. I, I think it's good to ask for it. Uh, just like with a person, it's it's good to acknowledge. Um, but then there's a connection here, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us, or like it says in the Matthew passage, forgives us our sins as we forgive those, right? Um and, and so there's this forgiveness of sins, there's forgiveness um, with others. So we're thinking about not just our relationship with, oh, sorry, not just our relationship with God, but also our relationship with those people around us. So this, this right vertical relationship, horizontal relationship. Um, but then there's also a hope with these sin issues that we don't keep falling into the same pit. Right, we don't want to keep falling into the same pit of sin over and over again. And so, Lord, lead us not into temptation. Obviously, God is not going to lead us into temptation, but we're hoping that He will lead us in directions away from that. Lord, help us not to go those directions, and we're trusting Him for that. So, forgiveness of our sins, forgiveness with others, but then also uh, a hope for a change of direction. So we're not just praying the same things over and over and over again. Okay, 
in this next slide here, uh, we've got how this verse continues. Okay, so we get this idea of persistence is going to come next. So Jesus tells this little story. He says, and he said to them, which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has arrived on a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within. Do not bother me. The door is shut now. My children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. Uh, I tell you, though, he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend. Yet because of his impudence, his persistence, his like, uh, 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 he will rise and give him whatever he needs. So there's a persistence that uh, Jesus is talking about here. Now, this is not to mean that this is how we are to go to God. Like, okay, he didn't give me what I wanted, so I'm just going to keep asking, 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 asking. That works with kids sometimes, doesn't it? I see that happen at the grocery store. Uh, they just keep asking, asking, asking. I see these parents like, fine, take the candy bar. Um, that's not what Jesus somebody though that was that would be a good example of how that, that persistence can work. Okay? Um, we see here next, okay, now he explains this. I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. I'm going to come back to this in just a second, but let me go down here. Uh, what father among you, if a son asks for a fish, will instead give him a serpent? Okay, so now this previous portion, um, this um, persistence or impudence, th there's other places where Jesus talks, gives a similar example. And the idea is that, hey, this is how it works with these people, right? This is how it works with people of the world. It's not the same way. Your father, right, if you ask for a fish, is he going to give you a snake? No. Um, if you ask for an egg, is he going to give him a scorpion? No. Now, my kids, maybe. That would be funny. Um, can I have an egg? I mean, they've never asked for an egg, but... Can I have an egg? Yeah. Okay. Scorpion. <laughs> but no, I wouldn't really. No, not one that would sting. I don't even like scorpions. But uh, kind of a fish, uh, having a snake would be hilarious. Um, but <laughs> then it says, if you then who are evil, well, I do know how to give good gifts to my children. I hope. How much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Now, there's something important in here. So the giving of good gifts is something that God the Father does. And notice that the Heavenly Father gives what? The Holy Spirit. This comes back and ties back around to the idea that when we're praying, right, we're praying for the things that are good, found in that your kingdom come, right? So prayer is not a magic formula where we can get what we want. Prayer is aligning ourselves with what the Father wants to accomplish His purposes. And so when we're asking inside of that arena for the, for the sake of the kingdom, that's when these things make sense. Ask, be given to you. I, I guarantee if you're asking for things that are perfectly in line with the kingdom of God. And so I have found for myself, there's been many times where I felt like, man, I, I'm asking for this and asking for that. And God's not answering. What is the, what's, what's the deal here? Does he just not want to? No. 
I would say every time I've asked and not received, it was because um, I wasn't asking in, in a way that is lined up with the kingdom of God. It was for something that for my kingdom. So when my car was broken down and I'm like, Lord, I just want this to be fixed. Sometimes I was praying that because my kingdom was falling apart and I wanted it to be fixed. Right now, there's another verse that hits on this idea. Um, James chapter four. I'm not going to read all of this here, but it says what causes well, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you. It's not this. Your passions are at war within you. There, there's a whole lesson here we could talk about. Um you desire and don't have, so you murder, uh, you, you, you covet, uh, and cannot obtain, um, cross out murder, uh, you covet and cannot obtain. So you fight and you quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. And so I've heard people say this, you don't have because you don't ask. Okay. So there's things that we, we don't have because we haven't asked, but then it says this, you ask and do not receive. Why? Because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions so when we're asking for things lined up with just simply what we want okay that's the issue to set everything straight it must start with prayer now i'm going to close this idea with this thing here paul talks about praying uh, at all times in the spirit and i think that's where we can start to align the things that we are praying and asking for with the kingdom of God is that we're praying in the spirit um, with all prayer supplication it's all different kinds right at all times with all kinds of prayers there's another version of this that says uh, pray at all times in all kinds of ways um, to that end keep alert with all perseverance there's that persistence again making supplication for all the saints um, and so we're praying for um, all the saints we're praying for um all those people who are set apart for God's kingdom are praying for each other. That's what we ought to do, especially I think in this time we're dealing with these these crazy world events. Um, let's pray for each other, not just, Lord, don't let us get sick, but praying that um, the kingdom might come through our actions. I don't know if anybody picked up on it, but um, I, I put down in my statement to our church for why we canceled this this week that I would never want to risk um, the people of our church. And I added two words there. You can go back and read it again. It says, without cause. Um, for the sake of God's kingdom, um, we may need to face persecution and challenge for the sake of the kingdom of God. There may be trials and hardships for the sake of the kingdom. For that cause, yes. But to do it without cause, no. And so as much as I hope that we've uh, overreacted and this missing church this week, I hope we will look back on and go, Matt, that was silly to do that. That's okay. Um, I hope that's the case. But in this time, I pray for each of you that... God will bless you with the Spirit in such a way that His kingdom will come through us. Um, uh, let's see here. So let me go back here. Um, Lord, teach us to pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you 
for all that you are. I thank you for all that you've done. I thank you for who you are in this world and in our lives. I pray, Lord, that your kingdom would come. Lord, we know it will come. Uh, we pray that it will begin to come through us and our actions and what we do. Lord, I do ask for provision for everyone that's a part of our church and all that are in this world that are seeking to follow after you. I pray, Lord, for their provision, but the provision to accomplish the kingdom. Lord, give us what we need to accomplish your purposes. Lord, I ask that you would forgive us, Lord, for our sinfulness. Pray that you help us to be forgiving of all those around us. I ask that you would point us in the direction, uh, not towards temptation to sin and to to ask for things based on our passions, but to, um, Lord, instead go in the a direction uh, from from the very heart, Lord, that your Spirit would fill us in such a way, Lord, that we would go in the direction of your kingdom. I pray these things now in Christ's name, Amen. Well, thank you for joining me. And I uh, hope to see you guys all again next week.